0: previously on The Adventure Zone. You melt the snow in front of Keith, and he eats shit. And then he stands up, looks back at you, Aubrey, and is just kind of staring at you dumbfounded. We gotta get this thing back to the lodge.
1: I know, I know, I know, but look at it, man. It's gonna die if we don't do something. Hell, we got veterinary equipment down there. You were targeted. Mm. That means that there is a motive
0: behind these attacks.
1: What if Billy... And the other two, they're just like the foot
0: soldiers. Why was the funicular attacked?
1: Your friend was there and she's an employee of the park service, but what does that have to do with the general store? I, I'll take it out of his mouth and I, I slip it onto his wrist. He
0: transforms. Do you want to decide what he what he looks like?
1: Uh yeah, he looks exactly like Ryan Gosling. Duck Duck Gosling is what we'll call this arc. Yowzers. <laughs> ba ba land. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody at home listening. So Griffin did a shit ton of work in Roll20. I did. not put, like, it's going to change the literal game. But one of the things that he done did was compile all of the things that we should have known and written down that we didn't. Maybe dad did. I don't know. He's a nerd. But I did. But has got all of these clues in there. And I've done figured this whole thing out. I can oh, see I it. it st- no, I didn't make it too easy. I can see it all now. Wheels within wheels. I know exactly what's going on. Also, uh, another behind the scenes, what really helped, went back and listened to the last la- the last episode. <laughs> How novel! And, I know, and uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to solve the puzzle, Alex. Hey listener, can I can I suggest that you do that too if you haven't been doing that? Go back and listen to last especially when we take a, 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 a live show. A, a calendar so, month. Sh- a oh. calendar month between releases. Go back and make sure you download it separately and uh and please up your donation to reflect the fact that you're listening multiple times. Yeah
0: otherwise it's it's thievery and theft it's it's stealing Um, I also want
1: to say I just said um, I'm ready to solve the puzzle Alex and I should have said Pat and I'm really mad at myself no one says that They don't say oh, that. Says, I don't think it's a. I don't think I'm ready to solve the puzzle, Pat. I don't think you may address as Pat Sajak that's by his true. name
0: anymore. I think he would think that's threatening.
1: Uh, do they just say Mister Sajak? Mister Sajak. Sir. Yeah. No, yeah. they just
0: go whole whole episodes without even acknowledging that he's fucking there. <laughs> They're just they, they care about the board. They care about their letters and their precious yeah. fucking wheel. But Pat Sajak doesn't get the time of day.
1: They say, pardon me, Wheel Lord, yeah. I'm ready to, to solve to solve your riddle now, and save, is, save my family from the dungeon you've <laughs> imprisoned them in. Is Pat Sajak the Wheel Lord, or is he just like the mouthpiece for the Wheel Lord? No, so Pat Sajak is the Lord of the Wheel, he imprisons all the contestants' families before every episode and then makes them play to free them. But only one person wins, Justin. Uh, the one thing about it is that the, the right, there's two answers, two correct answers to every puzzle. It's what the letters spell and also his true name. Right. Oh. So if you ever answer his true name, but for any you, of you them. have to
0: get him to say it. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's a tough game, Wheel of Fortune. People Whew. have only found so far three of the letters. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> They're more runes than anything. <laughs> sort of <laughs>
1: runes, and that—that's uh, why he's aged over the time. Because you know he's immortal. Once you find those letters, it takes about I don't know did, three years. Did you say
0: immortal?
1: No, nope. he's immortal. That's a portable immortal. That's somebody okay. who can can go somewhere and live forever.
0: All right, we, that's good because we actually got all of our sort of diversions and uh, like uh, drifting from the story out of the way like at the top of the show, which is super convenient. Now we can just like plot, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. So
1: here's the thing that I figured out that I want to, because I know that this is something that we were trying to figure out last episode. Griffin, tell me if I'm right, because you have to, the reason that the general store was attacked. Was to steal fertilizer. That's correct. Yeah.
0: Whoa, Nelly. Yeah. I don't know why I'm just like telling you that, but like, it seems like a such a well because
1: uh, we've been in this arc for
0: like 27 episodes. Well, the bigger thing is, it would have been uh, a big clue back back then when you like first saw it. If you had like investigated that, uh, there there have been lots of times where like. Uh, you all investigated one thing instead of another thing, and so there's like information you didn't have. But at this point, like I think that that is largely uh, you know, you could probably I think you probably just figured that out through context clues. I didn't I didn't Absolutely. write down he stole fertilizer. Travis yeah. just sort of sussed it. Who that stole out. fertilizer? Uh the the goat man. Why? Yeah. They're trying to grow something, Justin. So
1: I let's know and I solved that one.
0: This oh, is turning into a the the adventure zone zone, so let's play the game uh, yeah. Monster of the Week. Uh so let's pick up right after Uh, The the great events of the last episode. You have now Orion Gosling on your team uh, in the form of Billy, and uh, you are still in Indrid's uh, Winnebago. uh, Hey, I think that they were stealing fertilizer from the general store. Indrid looks shocked because you just sort of said this, like out of nowhere, it was almost like you were having a conversation with nobody. Well, Um, you know, here's the thing. At this point, I think this will surprise
1: no one, but... Aubrey has um, ADD, much like myself. Sure. And so oftentimes I will have whole conversations in my head that I don't share with anybody and then just say the conclusion out loud. So I'm going to okay. say that that is what has
0: happened here. All right, for sure. Uh, Indrid says, uh, well, that that would explain why, the, the, why Leo's store was targeted. We still don't really know why... Juno was was targeted, but anyways, now that you can sort of take your turncoat friend here about town without fear of looky loos, I mean, he does look like Ryan Gosling, which yeah. is going to attract quite a few looky loos. But anyway, I'd, I'd recommend. But why out would there.
1: Ryan Gosling
0: be? I think people will see it and be like, no, there's no way. I mean, maybe he's doing um, sort of method research for the land beyond the pines, too, I think it was called or whatever. Mm.
2: And remember, you did agree, uh, Indrid, to let us borrow your special glasses uh, as kind of a disguise for young Billy. I don't know if you remember a month ago, but uh, you agreed to do
0: that. He kind of smirks and he says, uh, so you... um, you want to borrow my glasses?
1: Can I be straight? Here's the
0: deal, Indrid.
1: There's this big old cat in Sylvain that said he will make special stuff for us if we bring him certain things, and one of them was see your spectacles or whatever. That's you. Give us some glasses. I'm done dancing around. We got a whole town to save. Give us your fucking specs.
0: He says, wow. please, please. He says, well, because you ask so nicely, and he slips off his uh, spectacles and and instantly he transforms and you all behold the Mothman. <sighs> and he is terrifying to look at. I think there is a reason why sort of uh, local mythos around the Mothman uh, sort of depicted him as something to be feared. It is because his his form is, is sort of traditionally terrifying. He has... Uh, these these huge eyes, these huge wings, a just sort of exposed thorax and uh, mandibles, oh, God. and he it's, is he is pretty uh, upsetting to look at. Give him I the you,
1: damn glasses. Yeah, back. put them back on. Yeah, yeah you hey, you can wear the glasses. Take, the do glasses. you have like a yeah. pair of reading glasses or sunglasses yeah, or stuff that you're not using? using? Yeah, any cool
0: Ray Bands that we could just have? Uh, count. He slips the glasses back on and he says, "I'll see what I can find." Uh, and from outside, hey, wait, hold on, let me look in your, let me look in your cupboards. Hey, look, found two glasses. <laughs> Perfect. From outside, uh, as he slips his spectacles back on, you all hear the sound of just like clanging and clattering. Uh, it sounds like uh, trash cans are being knocked down uh, outside, and you hear something fall to the ground. Uh, and, like, as he sort of slips his glasses back on, Indrid, like, looks to the windows and, and towards the door. And Indrid, t- like, to this point has been a sort of, like, um, uh, ethereal, stone-cold sort of uh, figure, like, stone-cold Steve Austin. Just, like, not v- super emotional, but now, like, uh, he looks kind of kind of worried because he was just the Mothman and something was there outside. Aubrey's on the move. Okay. Uh, you bound outside, uh, Ned and Duck. Are you heading out there too? Uh, Ned doesn't really bound, but yeah, he'll he'll kind of trail along yeah. behind. Yeah. Uh, okay. As you all make it outside, uh, you catch uh, a figure, a, uh, a a a person uh, riding a dirt bike. Uh, wow. They are wearing a sort of uh, puffy winter jacket, and they have on a helmet. That is covering their uh, their whole head, and they are uh, on this dirt bike riding into uh, the woods, uh, sort of just just beyond the the Eastwood RV park that you all are at. You all can sort of just just see them starting to take off.
1: Griffin, is there anything on the back of the jacket?
0: There is. Uh, you can just sort of make out uh, a uh, sort of homemade. I think it's a homemade patch. Uh, That, sure enough, uh, looks like a hornet flying in mid-sting.
1: My old nemesis. That person from a bunch of episodes ago.
0: (laughs) Uh, That would be Keith. Keith, uh, of course. Keith, the lieutenant of the- uh, Keith.
2: I'd, I'd say we go where the action is, man. Yeah, absolutely. And okay. that's Keith. Is Keith where the action Keith, is?
1: Just Keith, so
0: <laughs> Keith is the action. <laughs> Keith,
1: it's where the action is.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, Hi, sure. I'm Keith. Keith is, Keith is the only action that appears to be present here. Uh, I mean, as you all are heading outside, you hear the Mothman uh, just kind of uh, grumbling. Uh, and he he immediately, he like instantly starts uh, just like, he, it looks like he's packing things up. Uh, inside of his no! Did we get the spare glasses? Uh, Yes, he managed to hand you a pair of spare reading glasses. Congratulations, you got those. Was it worth it? Yes. We don't know yet. Fair enough. Uh, Okay, so you all are trying to pursue Keith. I think, um, uh, Aubrey, you were sort of the the first one to call this. Go ahead and yeah, act under pressure as you are. I mean, you're trying to catch up with a dirt bike, which is probably going to be... A tough putt, but uh, let's 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 see how you do. Oh my god! How'd
1: I do? not great. Uh, Aubrey got a three. three
0: all told. Uh, that's that's quite bad. Okay. Um,
1: but you know, Griffin, I learned something from my mistakes, and I'm going to pick up an experience point.
0: You do pick up an experience point. Congratulations. Uh, okay, uh, you all uh, run run into the woods. I'm going to take a hard move here. I'm trying to figure out what that looks like. Okay, uh, you all hear uh, you, you all hear the sound of the dirt bike, sort of like uh, cruising in, deeper into the woods as you run out of the Eastwood RV park chasing Keith, uh, and then uh, you you hear the sort of telltale sound of a crash uh, in the distance. And you hear like a a a scream uh, shortly after this crash, and it seems to be like uh, it it is a long, pained howl. uh, And then you hear another sound. You hear a clang, like a a, the sound of metal hitting something, and then the scream stops.
2: I say we ought to run in the direction of the screaming that stopped.
1: Yes, Uh, I I agree.
0: Okay, Uh, you all to uh, action. you all find the dirt bike, it is sort of like crumpled into a a fallen tree, uh, and it's still sort of like faintly sputtering and dying. Uh, and then you see a clearing just beyond that log, and see uh, Keith, and he is on the ground. Uh, his helmet is off; you can like clearly see his face. Uh, you see this uh, lieutenant of the Hornets, which, if you remember, during the Lunar Interlude, uh, was very antagonistic towards you. And then Aubrey used magic, uh, and he kind of noticed that uh, as, because of a, a bad roll, um, and he is he is in a He's in a bad way. Uh, One of his legs is like very clearly uh, pretty fucked up. uh, And he is unconscious and uh, is uh, just like bleeding from the head. And the reason for that, you realize very quickly, is the goat man standing over him. uh, The goat man that is wielding- A goat
1: man, Griffin. A
0: goat man that is holding a shovel. um, And- you put together that this goat man just knocked Keith right the fuck out. Problem solved. You thank the goat man and head back <laughs> into the city where you complete your quest and receive fifty gold coins. <laughs> now is Billy with us? Um. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah you you, I mean, you guys have to like tell me stuff like that. I, think well, I assume we would... wherever we go he go. I mean, if you if you bring him with you. Yeah, well I think we brought him with us. We're we're okay. we're in charge of him. We need to keep yeah, an th- eye on. Then, him. Okay, if you brought Billy with you, uh the goat man turns and looks towards you, holding this uh sort of grizzly shovel as he stands over uh this human being that he just sort of uh destroyed, uh, and looks at this like new person that is with you and kind of cocks his head, sort of curious, and Billy starts to like takes slow steps toward the goatman kind of like with his hands up trying to keep him calm. I say
2: Ned takes the watch off of Billy's wrist. You just
0: like pull it off?
2: Yeah, just just stop him and uh, and
0: just kind of pulls the watch off. Okay, as you do so he transforms back into his goatman form. Um and and now that like you all have sort of gotten to know Billy, you can kind of recognize some of the Physiological differences between these two, like Billy is uh, a, a, a smaller uh, form than the than than this goat man with the shovel is, uh, and as you take off the watch and Billy turns back into a goat man, the other goat man looks confused at first, and then he looks angry and he uh, starts charging at Billy with the shovel up.
1: All right, well, I got. I'm gonna have to tackle the
0: angry goat. <laughs> uh, okay, roll to kick some ass. Ah, wasn't trying to kick this poor goat's it's ass. Isn't an angry
1: goat an herbal no, I'm gonna dad's right, I'm gonna kick this poor goat's ass.
0: I just don't know what else it could be, there is a thing in kick some ass about like, put them where you want them, which I think for a tackle would be like, on the on the ground.
1: Yeah, but I guess I'm still risking the getting hurt. Anyway, um, here it come.
0: There okay. it is. Hmm, that's a uh, 10. Uh, on a 10, you and the goat man deal harm to one another. Um, I think, uh, I mean, with your tackle, you probably are just like dealing one harm, right? Cause you're coming at him, uh, un, un, unequipped. Uh, and as you do so, I think he just headbutts you as you collide and he's got, uh, you know, he's got some horns and that feels pretty awful. Uh, you take two harm, which I'm pretty sure is just negated by your yeah. natural armor. Uh, and... You get to choose one. Uh, You gain the advantage, take plus one forward, you inflict terrible harm, you suffer less harm, or you force them where you want them. I want to force them where I want them, onto the ground. Okay. Uh, You do so.
1: Aubrey uh, then takes that opportunity to move over to Keith and kind of holds her hands over him and says out loud, "I I would like the bleeding to stop. Can you
0: do that? Um, there is healing in used magic. Heal one harm from an injury, or cure a disease, or neutralize a person? A poison? Yes. Poison. Okay. A, poison.
1: a poison. I wanna heal <laughs> a this poison! Guy? Hey, Hello, you Look at this schmuck. I'm to neutralize him!
0: Uh, okay, so go ahead and roll your ball. Uh, a seven. Okay uh yeah that is just barely a mixed success on a uh mixed success your spell works imperfectly choose your effect and a glitch your effect is you are healing one harm from an injury uh the keeper will decide what effect the glitch has so uh the glitches are the effect is weakened the effect is of short duration you take one harm ignore armor the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention it has a problematic side effect
1: um I'm going to say.
0: Some of these are not like applicable, right? Like, why would you take one harm from this? How could this be a short duration?
1: Let's go with uh, draw
0: unwanted attention. I love you, Travis. You're such a good, you're such a kind and giving brother. Uh, Okay. You, you do this and the, I mean, the, the, the broken leg is like broken and mm-hmm. there's, that magic is not just going to, this isn't Harry Potter with fucking a potion that makes bones like fix uh, but the head wound, it, it, it just kind of, uh, it, it doesn't like seal up as much as it sort of uh, instantly kind of like coagulates and uh, stops, stops bleeding. The side effect of this is while, you, while you're in the middle of doing this uh, Keith opens his eyes. And just like sees you point blank doing magic on him, and I think he's too sort of like stupefied to like do anything about it. But he he he, he sees you doing magic.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm doing magic, saving your life.
0: Stay the fuck down. Uh, he just closes his eyes and he goes back out. You you've you stabilized Keith. You have a goat man pinned to the ground. Um, I'll, 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 let me do something actually, because we sort of have something established about these creatures in an earlier episode that like, it wouldn't make sense for them not to do here. Uh, the goat man that you have pinned to the ground does that like loud shrieking bleat. Um, and you heard that once before, Doc, when you sort of fought the one goat man, uh, Mm -hmm. in the woods that made the other two appear. And as he does this, Billy for a second, like kind of turns towards you all almost like he is losing whatever sort of peaceful part of himself he uh he he realized when you showed him kindness duck but then he like shakes his head and turn turns back towards the goat man and he looks very worried uh as this thing sort of screams uh and sure enough uh the third goat man the one holding the shears uh comes charging out of the woods uh towards your towards your party uh now ned i I believe it's it's your turn in the action what do you want
1: to do Did we, uh, how far, and I know I'm not Ned, I recognize that, I know that about myself, how far are we from uh, Barkley's truck, which we used to get to the uh, trailer
0: Uh, park? I mean, you're a, uh, you know, you're maybe uh, a couple hundred feet or so, I mean, you ran, you ran out of, you ran away from the trailer park and, you know, chased a dirt bike down, so, like, you you got pretty far from the trailer park. Uh, Ned.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think Ned is going to try to scare off the goatman
0: with the scythe. Did you say it was scythe or scythe. scythe shears? Shears. Oh, shears, yeah. I thought you were saying that Ned now had a yeah. Ned now had a scythe. He reaches into his pocket and gets a collapsible scythe. St- I stole this from the Grim Reaper. <laughs> Uh, okay. How are you doing that?
2: Just kind of running at him and just waving my arms and trying you make to make yourself I mean, it's, big to it's scare him. He's a goat. Though. I'm making myself big. He's a goat, for God's sake. He's not gonna be that sophisticated a combatant. And he's gonna be con- <laughs> yeah. he's gonna be confused because he sees one buddy down on the ground. He sees another buddy who seems to be with these other people. He's okay. gonna be in a vulnerable spot.
0: Sure, he's, yeah, you can tell there's definitely a sort of vulnerability there in this charging monster goat's eyes. Would that be act under pressure or manipulate someone? I think it's definitely manipulate someone, right? that You're giving them a reason which is like, hey, this is a confusing time for you, and I'm a big (laughs) man who's like waving his arms around. You're
1: going through a lot of changes right now.
0: Don't you want to run away?
1: Yeah, so Ned just does just that. He just happens to
2: be having, he has a big coat on, and he just goes running and making this
0: wow. Okay. Noise. Let's roll plus charm. And it's an eight. Big All right. Success. <laughs> so, this is great. On a mixed success, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, <laughs> it would take for them to do it. Hmm.
1: <laughs> All right. I Stop. Role play this conversation. <laughs> How on earth? To, I think the problem with this breakdown is that we said someone and it's like a goat person. So I don't know how they can sign or signal to dad with body language.
0: You know what? That's fair. You, uh, there's actually a rule in the book that you explicitly can't do this with, with monsters unless you have like a special monster skill that lets you talk with monsters. Justin is right. I fucked that up because it says for a normal person, these are... These are uh, you know, these are monsters. I think it would be act under pressure. So we'll keep that. We'll keep that roll. On a seven to nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome hard choice or price to pay. Uh, the price to pay is. Uh you're, he's going to run into you, right? He's like charging at you at speed. Uh, you're going to take some harm, but the the bigger thing that's going to happen is you're standing right next to Duck. Uh, he is going to sort of get knocked over, and they will go away. But both of them will will go away. You will sort of lose your uh, captivity on the one goat. So you can either let both both goats go away, or this isn't going to work. Yeah. All right. It doesn't work. Oh, okay. Uh, you, it's going to be quite bad for you then. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, he just charges you with the with the shears, uh, and and I really and truly doesn't doesn't phase him at all. Okay, I'm, I mean you didn't really think that one. I mean, no, nah, I didn't think that. one You can admit true. that's not your best plan no. that you've ever sort of
2: done. Well, no, no, that wasn't. Can I? Um, can you know I what? Help maybe
1: maybe the sight of blood will scare him off. Mine, can yeah, I, sure. Can I help out? Not like I, I'm. I'm still after all this time,
0: not a hundred percent sure how help out works. Right. So basically, if somebody's on the cusp, right? If somebody rolls a six or a nine, and you want to get them up to the seven mixed success range or the ten full success range, mm-hmm. then you can roll and give them a plus one on their roll. But
1: that wouldn't but maybe, really help if he has an eight.
0: That or is whatever he got um
1: well then could I uh use magic to at least try to like divert the
0: shears no I'm I'm no this this is the this is the way the game works dad you know made the role he made and I gave him a choice and he chose not to do it uh uh this thing just sort of uh it, it doesn't impale you with these with these shears. Uh, I think he just I, actually he doesn't. He wants to get you the hell out of the way uh because you can tell that this thing is charging at Billy. Uh and the the one that is on the ground, Duck, that you were holding down, like you kind of did a similar thing to Billy. This thing is acting way different. It is like screaming and wrestling against you and like its eyes are rolling back. It is like it is furious at sort of Billy's sort of existence right now. And the other one's doing the same thing. So as it's charging you, it doesn't impale you. Uh, it just sort of like uh, holds the shears by one handle and slashes at you. And the force of the slash like knocks you out of the way and you are also uh, hit for two harm as it sort of just slashes you across the chest. And I think there's like a puff of down that that comes out of your, your coat uh, as this thing uh, sort of cuts it open. Okay, so do I add that to the other two harm I already had? Uh, you should have been back at at zero, I think. Good, right? Okay, it's been, it's been two harm. Yeah, yeah we be had some arm. time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Aubrey. Now I I, I think it's
2: ow. I think it's gosh. Like, it's, oh, shit. Damn, yeah this that this did
0: thing not just work. This that thing bushido blades work. Ned to the ground. That uh, is so. Aww. The situation, as
1: I understand it, is right now I'm over Keith. Keith. Yep. Is
0: at least a little
1: stabilized and unconscious. Yeah,
0: Keith is Keith is fine. I'll give you like you used your your action to get Keith to be fine. I'm not going to like cheat you out of that. He's 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 injured and he's in a bad place, but he's not going to die. Okay, I'm going to use magic. Okay,
1: um, and I'm going to use force or wind, um, to at the goat man's legs.
0: Like well, so, this one. is your this is your magical attack, right? Correct. Then you just roll to kick some ass. Um, so you roll plus weird, and then we'll resolve it from there. Wow, damn! Yeah, the good so rolls. Uh, Aubrey got a ten on that roll. I got a ten. Okay, uh, you blast this thing. Uh, how much? How much harm do you do? Um, with the Give me your tags. Like you got blast. You have yeah, not used a magical attack in a while.
1: I plus one harm forceful to a base and my base is
0: two harm.
1: Okay. So. um,
0: All right. So this is three harm, right? Yep. Okay. You get a, an extra effect, right? Because you rolled, uh, you got a 10. So you can gain the advantage, take plus one forward, give one to another uh, hunter. You inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm or you force them where you want them. I'm going to say force them where I want them because I want to knock them down. Yeah, I mean, you're going to do that. Um, you step in the way of uh, this goat man, and uh, he tries to do the same thing to you that he did with Ned, uh, but like right as the shears sort of uh, slash against you for two harm, which I think you block some of, right, because of your magic magic vest? Yes, correct. So I take one harm. You sort of hold out your hands and like just as he comes in contact with you, I actually like the image of you like holding out your hands and as he's like charging you, he like finds himself slowed by the wind that is like coming out of your hands. And just as you like lay hands on him, he goes goes flying. Uh, is, is that kind of what you're wanting to do? Just like knock him away? Yeah. Uh, you knock him away and he just, he, he fucking goes, dude. He goes, he goes flying, uh, into the distance and you actually, uh, he is like flying horizontal. Uh, he collides with a tree sort of backwards and bends kind of around the tree a bit. Uh, and you hear sort of a, uh, a crack, uh, as he does so. And then he falls to the ground. Oh goodness. Uh for and... three harm? Yep. Oh golly. Uh this thing is a this thing is a, a minion. Uh so they they are not going to be the hardiest of uh of, of fighters. Okay. Billy, I hope that's okay. Can you help me with Keith, please? Billy looks kind of stunned for a second and starts to like walk towards his felled a uh, uh, former companion and then he like again is kind of like shaken out of like whatever primal instinct he 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 seems to have uh and he starts to walk over to where uh keith is lying on the ground duck i we gotta like uh resolve this because you are still on top of this thing and now like that it just saw one of its its companions go down it is like it is freaking out it is starting to it is starting to fight against you for real for real
1: um i wanted to try to punch it in the head so it goes unconscious (laughs) okay no sword yet i mean i'm not beacon saying sheath he would love to get up in this i'm sure but i am just gonna i'm just trying to knock this thing out
0: uh i mean this has to be a kick some ass right and i think if you do like enough unarmed harm to it uh it's you can you can you know elect to make it unconscious rather than just kill it uh i I feel like I should have some sort of
1: advantage. I feel like if you're laying on top of something
0: Yeah, I'll give you plus I'll give you plus one for it. I think you ass. set that up with your Well, no, because you didn't really choose that with your former right? If you had chosen you gain the advantage and take plus one for it, I'd give it to you, but you didn't. So That's you, fair. You so that's fair. fuck off. So, so fuck no, <laughs> <just saying. laughs> This thing this thing's bigger and stronger than you. So it can it there it is not unreasonable that I could just like kick you off and run away. Okay. Well Holy shit, it's not gonna do that. So these fucking rolls, that's a twelve. That's a twelve on that one. All right. I like how you uh, say these roles,
1: but I'm looking at this line, Griffin. Yeah, there's a 10 and a 10 and a 12. There's also a seven and eight
0: and a three. Yeah, threes. That three was rough. Okay. Um. Yeah. You, you two deal harm to each other. Um, I think well, <laughs> I, I think
1: them headbutting each other. Yeah. No,
0: I think what it is is this thing does get the upper hand for a second and kind of like rolls on top of you and punches you, uh, and uh, you 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 take some harm that is uh, just negated by your armor because you're awesome, uh, and then you roll back on top of it and uh, clobber it. What's your extra effect here? I'm gonna um take one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. Sure, that's that's All the right. one. Uh, this this thing is looking pretty like pretty beat up at this point, but it is not uh it is not quite unconscious yet.
1: I'm really struggling because I feel like in interac- our interactions with Billy, I've humanized these things a lot mm. more, and I'm really struggling with this fight because I feel like if they were just monstrosities, I would have already gotten, you know, a yeah, for out, sure a little bit of the snick a snack,
0: you know. I mean I I I I don't hate that, right? Like these 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 things have been, uh, sort of vilified since the you know the 80s when they first started showing up in Kepler, and they have been sort of dealt with with extreme prejudice. And for the first time, you all kind of like turned one. So like, uh, this 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 being doesn't seem to be as amenable to uh, peaceful talks as probably Billy was,
1: hang. but this one can't chill. Probably has zero chill on this yep. one. We should have uh, a chill
0: rating for these monsters. Okay, this yeah. one is zero. Z- Billy is chill as hell, um, chill AF. This one is is not.
1: Now Griffin, AF. are you sure you want to use
0: zero chill? Yeah. All
1: right. See, like like we're gonna... this is
0: as low as the
1: chill gets. Yeah. Get okay. The, the, the like, beast,
0: if... the beast monster that absorbed forest animals and tried to murder you as like an, in the form of an eight foot bear. That one had no fucking chill whatsoever. Okay. So this, this is,
1: is like a four. It's like, a, like four. a two chill. Okay. This is a two. Okay. Yeah. Wow, it's um, a big scale.
0: Ned, I think it's you, because uh, all you've done so far is get stabbed. So, <laughs> dragon. So, other other than
2: bleeding in somebody's face. Okay. So, is Duck still holding down the 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 goat man? Yes. Okay. Then Ned, he's going to use the chicane cane. And and whack the the goat man in the head.
0: Golf swing. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's going to be. It looks like it's about a par three. Sure. Okay. So uh, he's just going to rear back, and I mean, for one thing, Ned's a little mad because yeah. he's he's wounded. And, and just, besides, no, it was ruined. And it's not like it's you know a really brave move because he's being held down. Yeah. He's basically okay. attacking a uh, you know a helpless creature. Roll to uh, kick some ass plus tough. Kick some ass. Plus tough, which is zero, and that would
0: be shit. No, oh, seven's a mixed success. You're fine. Oh great! Oh great! More mixed success. <laughs> uh, on a seven plus, uh, you all inflict harm on each other. Um, I don't, I don't. I, this is not applicable. Duck is holding him down. You do a golf swing with your club before he can inflict any harm on you. I mean, you could was, pull a hammer or on the hedge. Uh, or he, the cane could break. Uh no, this isn't like a I can do something bad. This is just oh. like how this normally works. You guys deal harm to each other. Um he uh yeah, he he you you swing this club down and knock him out. Okay. And what happens uh, to
1: Ned? He slips as he's doing it. <laughs> you <slip. laughs>
0: yeah, you you, you My you, back. You, you twist your shoulder good. Um no, I don't think I I'm not going to deal any harm to you here. Uh okay. That's it. I mean, like, you have one goat man unconscious, one seemingly dead, and Aubrey and Billy are dragging Keith back to the truck, uh, I'm guessing, to get him to St. Francis Medical Center. Um, I
1: know. We're taking him to the infirmary in the, in, I almost said, Great Wolf Lodge, but he he knows far too much. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: Isn't that more of a pet hospital, though? It is, so yeah, you'll have to deal with that. Um uh, what what else? What are the other two of you doing? Just taking off? Going with? Uh yeah. Well, so we should stick together. I think.
1: Okay. What, what about the unconscious go man? Bring him. Yeah, we'll just keep building our uh, menagerie. Uh, goodness um, gracious. Seems. Yeah, come on. We're gonna have to build uh, no. a second basement. We should. Uh oh man, I hate this. I don't know. Um, are there any like chains in the truck from like snow tires or whatever? We can chain him to a tree. And come back. Well, that's a that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll use the that's chain. That's nice and humane. I mean, we could kill him, man. I mean, we could bury bury him alive <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, I this is fine. You put him in jail. He's in jail. What? He's in it, Woods jail. He was in Woods jail. We like chain him up. We're not going to leave right. him here. We'll come back. But, like, I don't want him to wake up in the back of the truck. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you chain
0: him up. Uh, I have a great idea. I have a great idea. Okay, I want to
1: put him in the in the truck, and I'm going to take him to Indrid. Let the two of them kick it. (laughs) See if he can get anything out of him. Indrid, chain him up, but be like, "Hey, here's the goat. You're going to stay at my friend
0: Indrid's house. You chain him up, and I'm assuming you and Ned, like this is a big thing, probably need help. Uh, dragging his weight back to the RV park. Uh, uh, you you drag him back, and as you all are sort of like getting getting loaded up. Uh, when you look inside the Winnebago, uh, it is actually, it has been all cleaned up. Uh, and uh, Indrid is like unplugging the RV from the uh, utilities hookup at the uh, at the RV park. And he says, uh, well, it's uh, unfortunately, my time here has come to an what? end.
1: Wait, where? Why? Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: I've, I, <laughs> you all don't understand how people in this world feel about me and i i you all seem uh more reasonable than than most folk when it comes to uh the the beings from sylvain but that is unfortunately not true for the vast majority of you uh i have been discovered before and only narrowly escaped my my fate so do you mean this dude have this dude saw? and i point
1: to like broken leg unconscious guy i uh, can appreciate that you have apprehended him are you Mm -hmm. going to are you going to kill him well, let me put it this way, Andre. He also knows that I do magic and that there are goatmen running around. So, like, we're kind of all in the same shitty boat, you and I, and all of us. So, like, I don't see us like just letting him go scot-free, go tell everybody, you know what I mean? So I don't think you need to move just yet. Are you talking about Keith? Are you saying we're gonna kill Keith? Yeah, I'm
0: that's, not I saying mean, we're is, gonna
1: kill Keith. This is this oh, is what? the
0: conversation, right? Like it, Indrid says, I, Aubrey, you're new at this. I have been in this game for a long time. And unless you're willing to put an end to this human's life, uh, eventually the word is going to get out. And I am not going to be here when it does. No, that's fair. that's fair hey listen i got a question for you though
1: are you done with your bago or are you gonna leave that there what's the story with that i'm going to take it with me on on the road it's my vehicle okay well listen can you can we ask one thing of you then can you take this goat man with you and then just like take him far away from here and leave him somewhere where he's not going to do any more harm and I maybe like you all have advan- adventures out there on the road. Maybe. If we could separate him from whatever it is that's running the show for a little while, might just give us a little room to breathe. I don't want to kill the thing, but uh, maybe maybe separating it is, is a is, is a solution. Um, I'm not saying you got to do like planes, trains, and automobiles with the thing. It's just take it 100 fucking miles out of town and then <laughs> let, it, let it go, bud. It's not a big ask.
0: I think you would realize that that wouldn't work just because these uh, abominations can't be outside of the one-mile perimeter of the of the archway. So, like, if he did this, I don't even know what would happen. As he passed through the archway, like, <laughs> would the goat man just, like, turn to ash in his car? That might be an upsetting experience for Indrid. I, I, I want to actually back up because I it felt like Aubrey was trying to convince him to stay, which would probably be a manipulate someone role. I don't want to just, like you know, force him out of the story if you can make a case for why he should stick around. And it sounds like that's what you're trying to do, so I want to, like, give you the...
1: I'm not gonna back Audrey's play, though, if her action, her to-be verb is will kill Keith to keep moth friend. I'm not saying I'll kill Keith. Listen, I'm telling you right now, like, there's a lot on the line here, and frankly, we've already got, like, uh, we've got Billy that we're covering for and gonna have to take care of, We've got what's his face in the basement. Like we're covering up a lot of shit here at this point. I don't think to
0: murder has okay. to be the only solution we've got. And yeah. like you're you're good. I think roll to manipulate someone the sort of stakes being like I will take care of this. I will 11. keep this.
1: Holy shit.
0: All right. Uh on a 10 plus, uh they'll do it for the reason you gave them. He nervously like tosses his keys up in the air like and, and catches them over and over again and he says, "Okay." Fine. I I don't I don't see any futures where I'm being drawn and quartered quite yet. So I suppose I can take your word for it, Aubrey.
1: Absolutely. And, and I'll make you a deal even like 48 hours. You know what I mean? And if you haven't if we haven't figured it out in 48 hours and you want to skedaddle. Absolutely. I totally get it.
0: OK, I'll leave you all to it. Uh, and he heads back inside the the Winnebago uh, now that
1: you are staying though he pokes his head back out yes um to duck's point could you maybe babysit
0: your goat man yeah. well one of them just one um, not the chill one the one that was not the chill, chill one he says sure I I, uh, I get bored
1: great let's 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 have him uh, We're gonna and- call this one Jonathan Jonathan gruff that's fun. Yeah, so you take care of Jonathan Gruff. (laughs) You've thought about that for a month, haven't you? No,
0: it just (laughs) occurred to me. Oh, Jonathan Gruff. Gruff. Okay, very good. And then the scene suddenly ends. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, your dungeon master, your best friend, and your personal helicopter pilot hop hop aboard and mind the blades thanks for listening to episode 18 of the adventure zone amnesty Uh, i just want to say sorry that it is late while i'm recording this i don't even know how late it is going to be uh we spent a lot of the last couple weeks working on projects uh and then the sort of few days that i had set aside to finish the episode uh henry got pretty sick and so i was uh i was hanging out with him so that is why the episode's late. Sorry about that. Um, and uh, as we move into the holidays and we have uh, uh, some live shows coming up, I'll try to get the, the post-production shit back on schedule. But hey, for now, I'm going to stop apologizing and tell you about some of our sponsors. Hello, it's me, the Internet's Travis McRoy.
1: Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis Macroy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well.
0: Got some Jumbotrons here. This one's for Pumpkin, and it's from Puppy, who says, Hello, my love. I wanted to wish you a happy anniversary or happy month anniversary, depending on when you hear this. You're the most important human in my life, and I am so thankful every day I get to spend it being geeky with you. You are the sweetest, kindest boy, and you love me better than I could ever ask for. Love you, Puppy. You're the best. This one's an interesting sort of uh, Schrodinger's cat because it does say the suggested time frame is, Our anniversary is at the end of next month. And we're kind of close to the end of A month, so I'm going to say Circle gets the square. Oh, no, we're not, are we? It's right in the middle of the month. Well, fuck. Here's a message for Derek, Christian, and Ripley. It's from David, who says, Shout out to the dog pound. I love you guys. Hope you had a bomb birthday, Christian. Derek, you're the best DM and most wholesome fellow. Ripley, you wear the best peep suits and love your babies like a boss. To good times had and great times to come. My best to Greg and Rebecca on your child Porter. This may be the single most efficient use of a jumbotron I've ever seen. Everyone got a fucking hand on this ball. David, this is, this is, you really got your money's worth. Congratulations. Uh, thank you for tweeting about the show using the, the Cast hashtag. If you do that, you might end up as a character on the show. We are entering like the last episode and a half or so of uh, of uh, this this monster hunt. We'll move on to a new one after that, uh, and there will be room for some new characters in there. So we also just appreciate you spreading the word. Uh, that is how we have garnered most of our audience, and we are so appreciative for everybody who has helped uh, helped helped get our show out there in front of more people. Thank you to Maximum Fun. Also, you can go to maximumfun.org. And check out all the great shows there shows like story break and switchblade sisters and can i pet your dog and so many more all at maximumfun.org. we have other shows and stuff at mcelroyshows.com. Uh, and if you really want to stay up on the latest of mcelroy news you can subscribe to our mailing list which is at bit.ly slash mcelroy mail all one word and uh get 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 the buzz and get the scoop. All right, uh, that is it for this episode. The next episode is going to go up on uh, Thursday, November 29th, uh, which we have a live show in Denver that day. So it'll be up around Thursday, November 29th. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Uh, you three, four,
1: five?
0: Yeah, If five. Keith counts, because he's... And
1: I think Barkley's probably there, too, at this point. He's
0: been... Six,
1: and... um,
0: Thacker's I mean, there, too,
1: but I don't know if you count him.
0: Seven? Yeah, The the all of you are uh, back in the uh, Pine Guard headquarters under Amnesty Lodge, uh, and you have brought Keith to the infirmary. I'm just gonna, like... I wanna support you, Travis, as a player and as my brother. I don't know, <laughs> stitching up like a, a stab wound, I could, I think is within the realm of possibility. Setting uh-huh. a broken leg is maybe not, but. Well, I um, assume we've got some like painkillers
1: or something, right? Some kind of. Okay. Like, I actually, I don't think my goal right now is to fix him. Like Jesus Christ, okay you got to let me play it yeah, out Yeah, for sure,
0: know. for sure Okay, I think that I, I wanted to give you all Sort of investigation time During this part So um, if you want to like Set that up Then I think this is the time to do it But you all are sort of here And uh, the the situation is fairly calm I mean Thacker's still in the panic room And you all are eventually Going to need to feed him Or whatever the fuck But uh, I guess you cross that bridge When you come to it
1: um, so, Keith is still unconscious, so we're all just kind of standing around looking at him, I guess. Like, you're all, all sort right. of praying. You're praying over Keith
0: at in this moment.
1: All right. Amen. Listen, guys. First off, great prayer. Uh, yeah. I could really Another feel, good one. I could really feel the Lord working in this uh, converted veterinarian's office tonight. <laughs> uh, secondly, here's what we got. I think things that are still lingering. One, we know that Juno... Is involved somehow. I got to figure out what Juno's up to, or or, or how Juno's tied in uh, to this whole thing. And Billy, I need you, and I'm pointing at him. I need you to take Ned into the forest and show him what you're growing, and I'll give you, you know, some oats or whatever. Scooby snacks. Scooby snacks. Yeah, that, I love pizza. that. Pizza. This is my. This is my pizza. D- Gritty Scooby-Doo reboot, 2018. Ned is Shaggy, Billy is Scooby. Uh, <laughs> this is I, I this gosh!
2: Is Come on, Billy.
1: Let's get that. Let's get that art. <laughs> Twitter, get that art into my box. Post haste, Julia. <laughs> I need fan art for my dad as Shaggy and this goat man as <laughs> Scooby. Uh, uh, and then we. Uh, and then Aubrey needs to murder this boy. I think Aubrey, you're gonna kill this boy named Keith. I'm not. I'm not going to kill anybody. So you're going to kill Keith.
0: I'm not going to kill I'll, Keith.
1: I'll take. I'll. Uh, I'll go talk to Juno, and then Ned. Do you and uh, Billy want to look up, uh, uh, check out the plant, or whatever it is they're yeah. growing? Yeah, my vote yeah. is you- beanstalk. By the way, if we're if we putting in oh, uh, that yeah, would be yeah, awesome right, to make cool love or a great big Audrey <laughs> feed me Seymour. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. What you just said I know, Audrey it is. Audrey
2: was the plant.
1: Yeah, Audrey but, too but was the plant. Too, we already have an Audrey on our team. I'm Aubrey. Audrey. Uh, that would pl- be confusing. No, it's just, I'm saying it would be confusing.
2: Okay, I yeah, I'll take. Uh, I will take Billy into the woods because that seems like the safest thing to do to go into the night's dark woods, and it'll give me some, you know, some opportunities to sing some songs from Into the Woods, you know, because that's kind of my thing. I would suggest uh, Aubrey that as you deal with uh, Keith, you bring in uh, Jake Coolice because it seems like they have beef, and it might make the murdering go a little well, easier. I'm not gonna murder him. No, <laughs> yeah, well, just you
0: know, at least be open to the idea. Just think about it. All right, I believe that's. And then the scene suddenly ends. That's (laughs) such a powerful card. Why have I never played that one before? It could have got me out of so many scrapes these past few years. Um, No, I I mean, I think what happens is Ned and Duck leave to go and and Billy leave to go do their respective things. uh, And why don't we just like stick with the scene of Aubrey now uh, over uh, Keith, who is starting to uh, sort of uh, be, be, be. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, com- rousing. Com- be rousing back to consciousness.
1: I'm going to say that too. In the meantime, I have somehow like strapped down Keith's legs so that in his like waking up, he won't like thrash around and you want it to be horse. quick and painless.
0: I, I'm I, not okay. going to kill Keith. Okay, all right, Dexter. Uh, he wakes up. <laughs> Put and plastic
1: down. Yeah, don't make a mess.
0: He uh, he looks kind of groggy. Uh, Hello, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "A." Uh, what the, what the hell did you do to me? What's going on? Now, I know,
1: I didn't do anything. How are you doing?
0: Bad, I was.
1: Yeah, you I were got, attacked by a goat man, right?
0: Is that, was yeah. that real?
1: Uh, yeah, unfortunately that was.
0: Our, uh, where's my bike?
1: Your bike Ooh. was trashed, Keith. I'm sorry, the goat man
0: tore it up pretty good. Uh, he tries to get up, and uh, Ooh, I, w- like, I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, he he immediately like winces and uh, says, "Where where are where are we? Is this a hospital?"
1: Well, we're somewhere safe, Keith. But before before we get you all fixed up, I need to talk to you. And I don't know why I'm falling into a West Virginia accent, except that you're doing it. Now I'm mirroring it.
0: It's in- it's intoxicating. It Listen. Really is. I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing. Uh, you need to get me to a hospital. You need to. Hell. Well, Keith, he,
1: I would say at this point, I don't need to do anything. At uh, this point, you
0: are the one who needs to listen. Do you understand? I think you need to do something here because he is like, he has started to for sure yell for help. He realizes he's been kidnapped. And of course, that's like the first thing. I'm going to do, do
1: something I've always wanted to do in real life.
0: Okay. Aubrey snaps her fingers, and her right hand ignites in flame. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to like intimidate him. I don't think this is a role. This would be intimidating for anyone. Yep. Uh, he 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 stops his his shouting and looks at your hand, and he says, "I fucking knew it. I fucking knew that you were doing something weird back up to the ski slopes." You, okay. What what is this?
1: Well, that is a big question, Keith. And what it is, is none of your
0: goddamn business. He like smiles and like immediately winces again and like reaches for his his leg. And he says, listen there, Harry Potter, like I- I, I, Aubrey starts (laughs) lowering her hand
1: towards his face. Okay, okay. (laughs) You're gonna stop talking and you're gonna listen. Now I'm here to do good. I'm helping because imagine that if I weren't helping, you wouldn't have woken up. Do you understand me, Keith? He nods. And now if you agree, I'm going to get a doctor and we're going to say that you were in an accident riding your bike down a hill. You broke your leg and hit your head on a tree in the fall and we can get you all fixed up. Right? But I want you to understand something, Keith. If you breathe a word of anything that you've seen, I will burn you from the
0: inside out. Do you understand me? This is a manipulate someone. And it's a, I think this is like a pretty big one, right? A damn good one. This is, this is, this is Uh. Determining whether or not he's gonna keep this secret or not. Uh and so and the the thing you're giving him is not being burned alive from the inside out. Correct. Nope. Yeah.
1: Oh. How much luck do I have left? <laughs> I
0: mean you still have luck.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna use a luck. This is very important. I
0: would say this is if not now. <laughs> right. Yeah. If not now, then when? Uh because I could burn my luck, yeah. I yeah, could take a hard move here that could be pretty fucking hard. Uh yeah. okay, go ahead and mark it in the character sheet. I did. All right, you're you're over halfway through your luck, uh, and again, does just, that
1: also give me experience if you use luck, or is it like you use luck and it's an automatic success? It, it,
0: it's an, it doesn't it doesn't you don't get experience. It's a, okay. it's a success. Um, he takes a beat, and he, he I, I think his, his pride is like more than his pain, like keeping him from making this decision. He does not like sort of somebody lording power over him, but he says, "All right." All right, you gotta tell me. You gotta, you gotta tell me one thing. I won't tell anybody. I don't want to get killed. I I just I just want to get back home and go to bed. Well, I probably should get to the hospital and get my leg fixed up first. But you gotta tell me one thing, Aubrey. Was that the fucking Mothman? Don't be ridiculous, Keith. He I think slumps back down to the table. Uh and
1: um and when he slumps back down, like the fire immediately goes out of Aubrey's hand, and she just starts shaking. Like, you know, that, like, brave face. Because, like, I I picture myself in this scenario of, like, she was bluffing. I mean, I I think that using her magic to hurt someone. Yeah, for sure. And so I think, like, this adrenaline then of, like, thank God it fucking worked, you know, like shaking and she slumps too you know and like yeah pretty exhausted i just want to establish like
0: for sure like like that it and it definitely does work like you you uh i think the next things that happen and they don't have to like happen on screen or you you get him to the hospital and he does as you say and does not put everybody on blast um let's do duck next duck you uh when you go like looking for juno you realize she's on service Mm -hmm. uh on on in the monongahela forest tonight uh and when you get to the ranger station that you all sort of operate out of, uh, one of the walkie-talkies has, is, like, she, she's not there, and one of the walkie-talkies has been pulled out of, like, the charging cradle where all the walkie-talkies are. Um, and so you, you, you call out to her uh, in order to find her. Uh, unless you all share some sort of telepathic link, I think this is, like, the most narratively logical way for for you to find her. Um, and uh, she tells you uh, where she is. She is... Uh, she's in this, like, grove of trees just off one of the uh, main paths through the uh, forest. It's actually fairly close to the ranger station where you're at. Um, it's uh, it's sort of late evening uh, as you uh, get into the grove where, uh, where she is. Uh, and... There's uh you know bright moonlight overhead and uh, you both are she's carrying a lantern you've got a flashlight and you see her uh as you walk into this grove she's sounding kind of upset on the radio and as you arrive you see you you see why all around this grove are signs of just petty vandalism um, there's, uh, you know, graffiti that's gone up on some of the trees surrounding you. There are chunks that have been crudely chopped out of a handful of pine trees, uh, all around this grove. And you find Juno bent over a stump and she's laboring with something. She's using a claw hammer to try and pry these long copper nails, almost like these long copper spikes that someone has pounded into, uh, a, a stump, Uh, and she looks up at you as you enter the, uh, the grove, and she says, Seems like we, uh, we missed quite the party here, Duck. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I hate to see this sort of thing. It always bums me out. She wipes her nose, like, uh, on her jacket sleeve, and gets to work trying to, like, pry these, these copper nails out of the stump again, she says. Probably those hornets getting up to no good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um you know about, about that. Here let me help you uh with those. Let me give it give it a shot. I, okay. And uh I want to try to pull one out. I guess I'm not saying that like she can't just that there's probably other things. Yeah. I mean, there's lots to do around here.
0: Yeah. um, Uh, Fine. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you very, uh, I mean, it takes a bit, right? There's, there's uh, like a dozen of these like long, thick copper nails, not like railroad spikes, more like sort of like crochet needles uh, that have been pounded into this stump. uh, And you are able to sort of pull them out with this claw hammer fairly easily. Uh, And she starts walking around picking up trash and throwing it into a bag. She says, I just I don't I don't <laughs> I don't get it, duck. A bunch of kids going around coming into our forest and trying to try to kill a bunch of trees what's older than they are and f- for what? Now, to, now Juno, to- as I I I keep telling everybody, it's it's
1: not our forest, it's their forest. We just keep it, you know, safe so it'll still be there when they're grown up and not a bunch of little idiots.
0: But if they keep doing shit like this, duck, it ain't gonna be here. I I just it boggles the mind. I don't I don't remember getting into anything like this back in my you know teen years. Do well, you? Yeah.
1: No, but I mean, not in the forest. No, there's plenty of closed down places. We used to go into. Uh, I remember we used to go into uh, Altizers and uh, uh, remember that old department. Store? It was like a furniture store. Uh, we used to go in there and because they kept saying they were gonna reopen, but it'd been like ten years. We used to go in there and get high and play uh <laughs> what? roller ho- roller derby. We would like uh, with the uh uh or like roller <laughs> hockey. Remember, we put on skate. You know and- how kids always get high and play
0: roller when hockey. A fucking teenager. What do you want? She laughs and she says, "I haven't thought about that." And. Damn, Doc, I can't remember how long. I just, I'm just saying we, we like, had a different, different we had a different setting, but we were still pretty stupid. <laughs> I know, but this is, this ain't just stupid, Duck. This is this is mean, and yes. it just feels like folks are getting meaner. Generally speaking, when I, I moved down here from Morgantown, I thought I'd get you know a cushion from all that. Yep. I, I didn't think stuff like that happened in a town like this. I guess I guess I was wrong. Uh, and she, like, walks around and uh, uh, sort of sur- surveys the damage to one tree that's kind of had some some bark uh, stripped off of it. Um, she says, I'm probably just, I'm sorry for being so, n- you know, nihilistic. It's just, I'm, I'm probably still shaken up from what happened back at the train. I I would have, uh, Doc. what's been going on with you? Gosh, do you know, I think... This is
1: going to be hard for you to hear, but other than just vandalism and and what all, I think the the Hornets are growing pot. I think they've gotten a legal grow operation going, and I've been trying to keep it quiet because if they knew we were on to them, they would burn the whole thing to the ground. Uh, and other than getting some sparrows pretty heinously baked, uh, it would also lose us a big lead and give us a chance to put some of them in jail for a real long time. So I've been trying to keep it quiet. She,
0: this is one of Duck's say, better lies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm impressed. Um, She says, well, I mean, I guess my next question is, uh, are you... Sort of revisiting your stoner days, because I—I gotta tell you, Duck. I—I I, I, I hesitated to tell you this, but I—I I saw you. I walked into the ranger station one night. and I don't think you saw me, but you were having an animated conversation with somebody who I don't think was there. And was that you? I'm, Did you stumble across some of their stash and maybe dip into it, or honestly,
1: uh, if I gotta tell you the truth, Juno? I'm I was trying to get into character. I've been You're going undercover. I'm going with undercover. These I got an undercover teenage identity. It's <laughs> It's fr- it's Frick Richems. And I when I assume the identity of Frick Richams, I'm trying to get undercover with the Hornets <sighs> so I can she- find their illegal growth thing.
0: Uh, she, she reaches into her jacket and like just like staring at you like takes out like a piece of gum and pops it into her mouth and she says you are a truly miserable liar Doug Newton
1: god damn it she I was like such a good damn
0: it she laughs and like finishes like picking up the, the detritus all around and she says uh hey, when you're finished with the uh, with those those nails, would you mind taking them back to the station? I need to sort of keep going around the perimeter see if I can't find something to, you know, maybe help with your investigation to take down those those drug kingpins, the hornets. Yeah, do you
1: know about that? I I, I was kidding about that, of course. Uh I was just having some fun. <clears throat> but I did I did hear some of them talking on Facebook about you and the, how they were going to target you. Like they needed to get you out of the way, and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Can you think of any reason anybody would want to get you out of the way or or be targeting you
0: like for this? I almost think this is investigative mystery, right? It is like,
1: in the club in right, this way. Possible,
0: yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and roll investigate a mystery. Uh, sorry, what skill does that go up against? Uh, sharp, good god, a 13. These 13, 10, well, 10 here's the 12, deal 11, 13. Uh, yes, you're you, you you do the like universe mind meme, uh, and <laughs> know everything. Well, you you get to ask questions, right? So, uh, let's see. Uh, you on a 10 plus hold too. So what happened here? What kind of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? Uh, what's being concealed here? What was it going to do?
1: What's being concealed here, I think is the, is the way
0: I, I want to go. Um. Okay. Um, hmm. The, I, I, I can tell you, and this is, I think this is you acting on like what you know uh, about sort of protecting the forest. Um the copper spikes that you're holding and the hammer that you're holding it's like it is like uh it's almost apocryphal it's almost like a myth uh but but there is you know mythos about you know pounding a copper nail into a tree i uh, is enough to kill it and so like kill, the kill thing what? that you're like a tree. Okay. Oh, right. And so the thing that you are holding in, in your hand, uh, it, like you 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 remember that, like that that just sort of jumps to mind from your uh, memory as a, a ranger. I think the other thing that like you know is not being concealed is anything about Juno. She's not a secret crime fighter. She's not a uh you know weapon of destiny. She's she's just your like friend and coworker at the, the ranger service.
1: Oh, so that's like the weakness. Is the copper cuz we're finding a big plant thing probably. So I just put it up on the table there. So th- why are they targeting Juno? To keep me from
0: figuring this out? Okay. Okay.
1: It it has future seeing powers too.
0: Got it. Okay. Okay. You do you do still have one more question, but I also I mean, I almost think like one of these questions is also was also kind of just answered. Uh I'm gonna use one more question. Okay. Can I have all these nails? I mean, sure, you like you got a project, you building a deck on oh you live in an apartment. Are you even allowed to build a deck? I can't ask you another question. It's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can have the nails duck, I guess. Is I mean it's I, I guess it's sort of pilfering from the from the evidence. Can room, I be but- honest?
1: Uh, I yeah. kind of thought the virtual camera would pan away after I said, "Can I have all these names?" <laughs> okay, yes, it I didn't does think we need, have need to continue to talk about the context in which.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Okay, uh, let's jump to Ned to wrap things up. You are uh, wandering through the woods at night with Billy, your trusty goat friend and companion. Uh, what's 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 this look like? Um, I was thinking that maybe we were driving
2: um in what in ned snowcat okay i like that it's the snowcat tucker terra 1643 re 173 horsepower got a seven a 67 inch insulated eight person cab
0: that seems like a lot heated exterior rearview mirror this is like the fucking truck from The Thing, Matt. That's right. But it exists and it's mine. Okay. But I'm saying, like, you, I don't know that you could drive
2: one of these through the woods. Sure. World. It's okay. You, sure. I, you don't have to follow roads with a snow cat. All right. That's fine. Uh, all right. You're driving. So the we're driving. Cat. And I'm, I'm, you know, and Billy um, periodically will point in some direction and say, uh, pizza. And and that's that's how uh, that's how Ned knows where to go.
0: Pizza means east. <laughs> Duck means north. I feel you. Um, all right. Yeah. I th- I think that uh, you all kind of like already did the convincing. I'm not going to like make you keep doing that. You already kind of convinced uh, Billy to to reveal a little bit about what it is that they are growing. And I gave him back his his watch, so you know, he uh, looks okay. like
2: Ryan Gosling again.
0: Okay, cool. Uh Ryan Gosling like grabs your arm as you are driving and says, uh I love you, Clint, and I've always loved I've always love you. I've always loved you. He says uh he says uh knock 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 and like holds out a hand like stop. Okay. So, uh, I bring that big behemoth to a stop. Uh okay, and the the lights are still like on and shining down on the ground. And uh, Billy hops out of the uh, cab. Uh, And, like, what is Billy, like, what is Billy wearing? Like, did somebody give Billy clothes? Yes, I've got got him wearing the Chewbacca outfit. We maybe haven't answered this yet. And Ned doesn't necessarily have to be the answerer of it. Like, this is more a group question. But where does... Where's Billy gonna live? You know what? No, I like that scene too much. We're not gonna just like do it out of character. We'll, we'll answer that eventually. I want the like who gets who gets to put up Billy scene. Um, he hops out and he is wearing, I guess, the Wookiee costume, which is nice and warm and yeah. also probably a little bit wet. And he is just kind of trudging through the uh, snow that's still on the ground. Uh, and every few feet or so, you see him stop and like brush. Snow away, like, looking for the uh, forest floor. And he, like, beckons you to hop out and and look with him.
2: So Ned hops out a little gingerly because he's still recovering from the horrible stab wound that he suffered. Um,
0: It was more of a slash wound. And go ahead and heal one harm from that because time has... Uh, passed, and I think like it's it was not a a very like serious wound, and I think that you probably uh, got fixed maybe not up in the, to you you probably got fixed up in the infirmary also. So go ahead and like get rid of one of those harms. Okay, uh,
2: and uh, you know is kind of following along in the snow behind uh, behind Billy, kind of looking around. Is this? I I know I I
0: know Ned would be investigating a mystery. I know that's got to be sure. what he's here to do. Uh, and because you have like a guide, I would definitely give you plus one for it on that roll. Okay, but does he want to use it now or just yeah? Continue we can to we can use Billy? it to inform. We can use it to inform this entire scene. Like that's how this game works. Is like that you you do this roll and it sort of figures out what the scene's going to look like. So I, I I definitely think that rolling it now is the way to go.
2: Okay, so um, we're going to investigate a mystery. Okay, and. Oh please let me have a decent roll. You can do it, dad. 13. Yeah. Good lord. Okay. Now that uh, is with that is with my sharp and with the one point advantage you gave me.
0: Uh yes. Uh so just dad I don't sees think I everything. I don't know if we've talked about this we I fixed roll 20 and now it's working for us in amazing incredible ways. So that's a dope roll uh so now you get to ask two questions what happened here what sort of creature is it what can it do what can hurt it where did it go what was it going to do what is being concealed here i will tell you like pretty much all these are on the table uh because you're you are in an important investigation right now
2: i think um well
0: we have to have something to investigate right uh yeah i mean you you will you, the investigation is you going around the woods with Billy and him showing you around. Then you I ask, think the f- the first question would be, what is being concealed here? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I have an answer to that. Uh, you and Billy sort of go around... Uh, this clearing that you've stopped in and uh, you you're just sort of trying to follow his lead uh, and just like brushing dirt uh, or brushing snow out of the way and looking for something and after a few minutes you do find something you your hand like hits something solid uh, as you are brushing uh, and it is it is thick and as you sort of excavate it from the snow what you see is a root that is, just kind of, just barely, sort of uh, sticking sticking out of the ground. Uh, it almost like it, it sort of reached up from underground and then poked back back down below. It is, uh, I mean, it's super thick. Like you can't, you can, you cannot wrap your hand around it. Uh, it just looks like sort of a tree uh, root at the base of a tree, but it's like in the middle of nowhere. Um, this this tree, like the bark on it, is uh, is like bright white. Not like a, uh, not like a white, uh, what is it, like a cedar tree? What's, uh, what, there's, there's, there's types of birch? trees, of like, a, a birch, yes. I don't know shit about trees. I don't know why I did this fucking art. No, but no way. Um, uh, yeah, it is, it, it's not like that. It is like bright white, and uh, you find one of those. And Billy, like, Billy bleats and calls you over, and he found another one. Uh, and, uh, then you all look around more and you find, uh, another one still. And what is peculiar is all three of them seem to be, like, pointing in the same direction. Almost like you can triangulate if you, you, like, follow where they are pointing. You can kind of, like, follow the trail of roots, uh, that, that these things have. That is what is being literally concealed here by the snow.
2: Can Ned save his next question? Can he
0: follow the...
2: Can they follow the roots and then ask a question when they
0: arrive at wherever they're going to arrive? Yes, for sure. Um uh Billy starts walking on on foot. Uh I think the thicket here is getting like a, a lot thicker so much so that your snowcat could not necessarily uh roar over it. Not only that, like it would be tough to follow this path of roots. Uh on- well, Griffin, and- I, I think it's no trick. The trick is to pick it apart with a stick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. See I t- I knew somebody would
2: do into the woods. Yes, yeah, for you're sure. welcome. You're welcome. Uh, okay, so Ned a- activates the security system on the snowcat. Good night, Ned. Would you like a fresh cup of tea when you return? <laughs> no. No, Michael. No, Michael. Uh no, I guess Kit was money. Power, anyway, powering down. Hmm. So Ned's whacking through the 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 thicket with his sticket and following uh Billy who who I guess isn't having quite as much trouble getting through the the brush,
0: right? Uh no, Billy Billy knows knows the way now. Uh he is taking you through through the thicket and uh you two are just kind of like uh with with some effort like working your way through it um and uh pushing pushing past bushes and brush and squeezing between pine trees uh and it's becoming like so thick that you can't like, you can barely see the sky through the canopy above. Uh, And after a a few minutes of working your way through like this, Billy like holds out an arm and stops you and puts a finger up to his mouth and then points uh, just, just forward, just past the thicket. You are sort of hidden from it, but you can see through the brush into the other side. And what you see is another clearing Right away, you see one of the goat men holding the shears, the one that you uh, originally had assumed to be dead. Uh, He is... He looks awful. He is sort of slumped over uh the, the this massive tree in the center of this clearing. And sure enough, you see like all of these white roots leading up to the tree, uh, and they are sort of twisted and gnarled and form this like dome at its base, uh, reaching up and, and this thing is like redwood huge and it's not a pine tree which is bizarre you can tell this is a cottonwood tree it is bright white all over its bark is bright white uh its leaves are dark black another thing that is sort of strange about this tree is it's sort of like composition of its of its branches there is something sort of symmetrical about the way that they split off it looks more like a like a map of a nervous system more than it looks like a a cottonwood tree. Um, and this this injured goat man is uh, there and is pouring some some bags of fertilizer on its roots uh, and trying to tend to it as much as it can. But it looks like it is sort of like having a rough time. That is what you see. You still have one question. What can it do? Yep, the tree shudders. And as it does so, the uh, goat man and Billy both kind of like snap to attention and you start to hear this sickening cracking sound. And as you look up towards the the boughs of the tree, you you see one still like particularly large bough that hasn't like uh, split off uh, into this like very, very intricate pattern of, of symmetrical branches. This bough starts to split in half longwise it is like it is tearing itself in in half uh and as it does so, it releases these spores, what appear to be spores, uh, and as they start falling down on you, you actually realize that they are cottonwood seeds, and you also realize that this entire time, whenever these things have happened. It hasn't been snow that's been falling on you. It has been the seeds of this massive tree. And as this bough splits and forms another sort of intricate pattern of these symmetrical branches, you hear a cracking sound immediately over your head. You see that an old dead pine tree has snapped and is falling right towards you.